welcome to Behind the Sofa. Hello and welcome to this edition of Behind the Sofa. My name's Ollie. And I'm Kirsty. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a little minute. Um, <laughs> it's been a hot minute. And I th- I'm pretty sure the last time we did an episode was July. So. And absolutely nothing has happened of note in that time. I'm right, am I? Just... Yeah, just uh, normal life and normal <laughs> stuff around the world and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing major. You might hear fireworks going off in the background because we're recording this uh, the day after Donald Trump got uh, got kicked out of the White House. So, uh, <laughs> um, so there you go. So there's that. But we're not a political show, so please don't comment <laughs> political but, uh, stuff. But at the same time, fuck him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're talking about horror movies. Yeah. Oh my god, it's been so long. It's I've missed it. I've missed it. I've missed it so much. How have you been? Uh, I've been good. Um, we're both working, so we're really grateful for that. Um, we're currently, what, about a week now into, it feels like, it's probably only been a couple of days um, since the new lockdown in the UK has started. 2.0, hoping... electric boogaloo. <laughs> hoping that that makes some kind of positive difference, because obviously this is a bit... Because uh... I'm fucking sick of this shit! <laughs> It's, uh, it's fucking been, sick of it. It's a little bit of a nightmare, but um, I hope that all of you out there are doing well. Hope you're all keeping safe and being sensible and all those sorts of good things. And I hope that you're staying in and watching scary movies because we have plenty to talk about. So, oh yeah, we got we got plenty. And this week, <laughs> yeah, if you can cast your mind back all those many, <laughs> many, many months ago, we're talking about Pulse. Yeah. We're talking about 2001's Pulse. So why don't you give us a quick rundown of the, uh, of the plot. So just, just for the audience, though. Not because I watched rundown. it. Not because we watched it five months ago. <laughs> and now I've forgotten what happened. <laughs> and I need to make my opinions up on the fly. Not, uh, not for that reason no, at all. not at all. Okay, so um, this is, yeah, 2001's Pulse, also known as Cairo, which um, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce with a Japanese accent, because... Please don't. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying not to. Um, And, uh, yeah, so Cairo translates to circuit, I believe. Okay. Or the the kanji on the, like, written written down translates to circuit which kind of is a connection to the to the nature of the film anyway and this is by um kiyoshi kurosawa came out in 2001 um everyone liked it in the uh it, it got some kind of award at can i believe um but the uh the the shortest shortest blurb that i can give on what this is about is um that it's about ghosts who uh have found a way onto the earthly plane and into the world whoa that's so creepy (laughs) just as we're talking about how ghosts have found their way to use technology to infiltrate the real world our fucking what do you call her digital assistant or whatever the fuck (laughs) not gonna say her name not saying her name because she'll just pipe up she (laughs) fucking loves to get she loves a bit of that doesn't you a little jaw but uh, she just turned on and made weird noises. But anyway, uh, let's yeah. hope That's there's not no. If, if we see any red tape on the door on the way oh, out, then we know we're fucked. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's basically about ghosts uh, invading the world of the living through the power of the internet. Now, the thing that I loved about this so much 
um, not really like giving that much away to be fair was almost when we were approaching this to watch it was the fact that it was like oh this is about ghosts coming on to coming into the world through the internet but it's 2001 internet yeah so it starts with the dial-up <laughs> noise which plagues yeah. on nightmares i swear to god early like, 2000 internet is the creepiest internet as well it really is There's, it's literally the wild west yeah there was i mean it's like back it's, in the day when you're like oh back in the old days you could get away with murder you'd just be like as long as you weren't standing next to the corpse with a fucking gun and blood all over you you could legitimately be like well i didn't kill him same in the internet back in the day like you just mm. look at what was going on and what people were getting away with and you're like holy shit oh my god i mean the fact that like i've got you know i've still got like a few friends who i met in the early days of the internet because i was sort of online from about like 98 i think something like that like you would have been similar yeah, maybe yeah. a couple of years earlier but um yeah the amount of people that like i uh like exchanged all kinds of personal information with and met them you know like arranged to meet them in london like went up there on my own and everything else and thankfully nothing bad happened because the people i met were good people and they're still you know mm. still people who are very important to me now but imagine doing that now like well, I, just, I, my geez. my earliest internet story is always i just remember um being in the school library and yeah. logging on to like rotten.com and being like Oliver, not me. It wasn't even me. I was just kind of like looking over someone's shoulder, and then, then you know, there was the fucking famous like Bud Dwyer mm. sticking a revolver in his mouth, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm 14 years old, and mm. we're in a library. Should there not be? <laughs> no one knew what a firewall was, or no, like a, no censorship, yeah, nothing, nothing like that. It was just terrifying. But I mean, this it's kind of there's sections of it like is there's two parallel stories in this film which kind of uh just end up like coinciding like the, the characters in the two sides kind of join together um towards the end but you have you know the uh the sort of internet side of things where you're learning you know like the they're talking about like what's happening and you've got like the computer lab at the school and all of this kind of stuff mm. Um, but they make a point of like trying to explain it clearly because they don't really know whether like the people who are watching will really understand the internet. So it's it's not all the way through. It's just kind of used as a initial gateway and then a bit yeah. of explanation throughout. So it's not like some of the other films that you've seen where like the um, the computer is like the main part of it. It's like once they're through, they're coming through. And yeah, they do the normal scary. ghosty shit. You know what I mean? It's not like. Um trying to think of another computer like tech it's not like lawnmower man or something oh like that oh god i've seen that johnny mnemonic where it's like you know the ghosts are ones and zeros and it's 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 it, after the you know there's that like as you said that premise and once the kind of ghosts are through that's it they do normal ghosty shit yeah um it's kind yeah. of like the um I don't know when you think of like uh, like fairy folk or like vampires or monsters or anything like that. It's kind of like there's that set of rules that like if you do this thing, this bad thing will happen, or this is the way to um, stop you stop yourself from being like killed by this you know uh, otherworldly creature. So they're just like, well, we've done these stupid things, which has unleashed all of these like demonic evil spirits into into the world, and um some of it is creepy i mean let's let's just get to it yeah. i i really liked it yeah. i really liked it and i'm going to tell you why <laughs> it reminded me heavily heavily of lynch 
and especially oh, really? yeah big time big okay. big big time um a lot of the visuals i thought were very very lynchy i thought the way that it was kind of like edited together like those kind of like you said those two kind of seemingly separate timelines or two separate stories going on uh, like the cross cutting between them mm. um they almost had like a dream logic to it which mm. i find is quite a big thing in um like asian cinema they mm. they're way less interested in like right we're going to tell a linear story that you know follows these two characters and they first they go here and then they go there there's much more sort of like flitting about and you know a scene will just abruptly end or something will happen yeah um there was a lot of that it really reminded me more than anything and the reason maybe you're surprised that i said lynch is mm. because i know this is one of these films that you've not seen mm. it really reminded me of inland empire okay especially with the weird like i know <laughs> There's been so many weird memes and like fucking analysis videos of like the CG of uh, like Twin Peaks The Returned. Mm. But that started like that weird comping of like superimposed faces and weirdness. That started, uh, as far as I can remember, started in Inland Empire when mm. David Lynch started taking like more of an interest in like digital, in the digital side of filmmaking. So, seeing I love the some... way we managed to get Lynch into almost every well, episode. I'm, just, his, I, I'm <laughs> almost certain that if you spoke to uh, Kurosawa, the director, then he would say, "Yeah, Lynch, definitely." Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, Twin Peaks and Lynch were massive in yeah. in Japan. Yeah, it was like art house, but horror. But yeah, there's yeah. that you can. I can see what I can see where you're coming from, and I think maybe if I watched Inland Empire, I'd probably be able to make those connections as well. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, one of the things that, that we tend to say, it, that we don't actually say that much to do with uh, with these films, uh, the ones on the list, because obviously we're expecting them to be horror, but you go into it with a certain expectation of, like, what the film is likely to be, what the storyline is likely to be, just based on, like, just your initial instinct, I guess, just yeah. from watching horror. Um, this one... I truly thought that it was going to be almost like um, not Stranger Thingsy in the fact of it being, you know, like children on bikes or anything like that, but that it was going to be just like a group of teens who stumble across this thing because they've fucked around on the internet a bit too much or something's gone wrong and that, you know, one by one they'll get picked off which kind of happened, but I thought it was going to be, you know, that they'd be, like, running around to, like, the authorities. The authorities wouldn't believe them because they're a bunch yeah. of dumb kids and all of that. It wasn't so much that. Um, but there was Like, poltergeist bits. as well. Yes. I was kind of thinking, it's like, there's a weird presence makes itself known in the story, and then all of a sudden they all kind of form together and battle against it. Yeah. And it was going to be much, like I said, much more like a Western tradition, like, much more linear, mm. much more kind of, like... A, you know one continuous story throughout the whole thing yeah it's just there were just some really really clever parts i mean like some of the bits that they have you know like we've we've had not in this list but i'm sure that everyone who's listening if you're if you're a horror fan you will have watched something that's to do with you know like fucked up shit coming through computers or like demonic possession through technology of some kind like, yeah. it seems to be something you know because it plays into the fears that a lot of people have over like technology taking over um but yeah they they had some really good effects and things like that they were like um uh 
some really good like disturbing noises they had like there was like weird disruption effects there was like Taguchi who's the first guy who um, this starts happening to and he's obviously found something online and it's uh, messed him up completely and he completely changes his personality changes entirely and um, they originally think you know oh it's like depression or you know he's got something going on and he's you know worrying about something so all his workmates I thought they were like at some kind of botany school or something at the well, beginning they, but they, they were they work in like a plant shop yeah but I was like that's kind of <laughs> cool but <laughs> yeah it was it was like a really weird to figure out because like I said it just drops you straight in mm. there's no like real context they say characters names and it's up to you to figure out who it is that they're talking about mm. it makes you work for it it's not like spoon fed to you no you haven't got a lot of exposition which no in some things can end up making you feel a bit detached in other things it can like just like you said make you work for it and then after a while you start feeling like that that much more invested in it but i feel like like you said a like really key thing there like it makes you feel detached which i think is probably true and i think it's probably intentional mm. like i feel like the direct you know what i mean i feel like at the end of the day this film is kind of kind of put a message across yeah and the message as far as i can tell or through my own understanding is basically people losing themselves in the internet yeah which is you know this is 2001 imagine the field day that kurosawa can have with this material now yeah but um you know it's basically give it people losing them their real selves into the internet mm. um and i think you know like that depersonalization well, to... that sort of like you know detachment that kind of like cold mm. detachment is probably something they were aiming for with what? the with the lack of exposition with the dropping you into the middle of scenes that are already going on you feel very discombobulated you don't really know you don't have a grounding like sense of where you are yeah I get that. Um, I mean, I don't know when, um, like, the internet became sort of, like, massively popular in Japan. I mean, the fact that you've got um, Kawashima, who's, like, the, the dude with the chains, who's kind of dumb but cute, but yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of throughout the whole thing. <laughs> he was a good dude, I like that guy. Yeah, um, and so he very was very much, like, um, I think maybe was meant to be, like, the... Uh, him and the audience learning about stuff so like yeah, yeah, they definitely. were they were learning he was he was having like the the uh the idea of a url and bookmarks and stuff explained to him so if there was a chance of people who are not who were not au fait with the internet back in 2001 if they were watching it au then fait. it gave au fait. they were was, not au fait with I it i wasn't gonna let that one go i was like well <laughs> au fait bringing out I'm all the te- bringing out all the ten dollar words I for the first classy. episode back <laughs> um yeah so i don't know whether like they were they were putting that in intentionally or whether it was meant to be um so that you he you still had that sort of confusion there from from his point of view but like yeah he he was quite fun um i'm trying to remember now you've thrown me completely off Why? <laughs> i was trying to remember exactly what it was that i was going to say about um like what it was about him the but oh he really was he's kind of like the um the proxy for the audience yeah like he learns yeah, things sure. as we learn things yeah uh anyone that's not going to be tech savvy you know what i mean he's kind of like flying the flag for you he's yeah. saying i'm a dumb dumb i don't know what a url is or how to bookmark a website um i just want to look at the, i just want to talk about the visuals though because yeah. they, they were my favorite thing mm. i think when they get the ghosts and the scary bits 
um, they were so effectively done. Yeah. Like all of the weird, like just like certain images. It's been, I'm not kidding you, four months since yeah. we saw this movie. Almost. Four yeah. months. Some of those images are still in my mind mm. right now. Like the idea of the tape going up the doors uh, like to seal off like this is a forbidden room yeah. was so striking to me. I was like, that's fucking awesome. The other thing that I loved was that kind of like um, black mould like uh, patterns on the walls and you could see like the outline of what a person, of where a person used to be. Mm. I thought it was so good. And then the scenes where um, the guy was what, was, what was his name again? The one who went into the, who went into the forbidden room and then was like hiding behind the sofa. Was that Tamaguchi, did you say? Uh, Tamaguchi was the guy, who, the first guy who died. Oh, okay. Uh, Taguchi. Taguchi. Um, so, yeah, sorry, just trying to find it. But no, what I was saying earlier about um, about Kawashima is, obviously, in, in Japan, you've got, like, the, um, is it, like, otaku um, kind of culture, mm. where it's basically just, like, teenagers who do not go out. Yeah, they stay in their, their lives, room. Yeah. They spend their lives online, and they have this persona like online um and i don't know whether that had started to form in japan at that point or whether like like you said you know if this had been made like a few years after whether um it would have been like more of a fear just like playing into the concerns of japanese parents you know all across the country who were worried about their children and what Mm. the internet the evils of the internet were doing and you still have people nowadays who are terrified about internet oh, yeah. safety and all of those kind of things so it's kind of yeah it's a kind of a metaphor i think yeah for, for like please be careful what you do on the internet because you don't know you may actually end up unleashing demons and evil spirits and well, stuff it, one thing <laughs> that, I, that in the movie with ghosts and you know coming out of the internet and all this that and the other the thing that really surprised me was the direction it took at the end Mm. Where it basically went from, you know, in a horror movie where it's, you know, there are four people that are affected in a horror movie. It's kind of like the group, they turn up at the cabin, the the murderer comes along. As far as the outside world knows, nothing is happening. Mm. But in this movie, it has these four characters and then all of a sudden their situation spills out. And then you start to see like little um, news reports popping up on the TV of like, hun- hun- yeah, like it starts off. You think, oh, it's just like a local thing, and there's like one and or no two. No one's gonna believe them. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like thousands of people have disappeared yeah. from the middle of Tokyo. And then at the end, it becomes like a fucking post-apocalyptic. Yeah, movie. Well, I mean, the, it's, it's like a, it's thing. like a disaster movie at the end. Well, it starts at the very beginning, doesn't it? Because it opens out, it opens on the, on a boat, on like a freighter yeah. or like a like a big sort of passenger ship or whatever. And um, when that happened, I was like, "What?" Like, I I didn't know what that was coming from. And then obviously, you know, like as the film goes on, you learn, you know, like the origin of like how they ended up there. Mm. And um. Yeah, it was just it was just really very very bleak, and was not expecting it to be bleak. I was expecting it to be more like an action kind of horror, or there was going to be a bit more movement or something like that. It's not a bad thing. It's just really not what I was expecting when I when no. I came into this film. I thought it was going to be you know like teen horror. Uh, try to explain to older members of you know like older members of society like what's going on. They don't believe it. They think yeah. it's some kind of joke or pranks being played by kids, and they don't believe it. Which 
is a very Western way of looking at things. Yeah, the I amount of Western like... films that they have where it's like a group of kids and there's like the dumb one, the you know, the the cute ditzy one, there's the serious one who ends up being the final person alive and all those sorts of things. And we're expecting them to go running into a police station and trying to like get them to believe them and then they don't believe yeah. them and then something happens at the police station, the police the policeman dies and Yeah. Nothing like that. No. I don't know why I'm explaining a, a completely different film on, on the review <laughs> of this sounds good. One. I want to watch that movie. But, um, <laughs> I'm sure we have at some point. My, let's talk about favourite moments <clears throat> in the movie. My, for me, and this is me looking at notes four, four months old yeah. and recalling uh, what it was that I wrote down. But I remember really distinctly, um, what was the name of the scientist? The one, They're not scientists, like the professor. Like the female professor, the one that helped. Like the um, science, do- uh, the computer science. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry, whatever her name was, because she is basically her. She manages to kind of like form a bond, form a relationship with the kind of like goofy. Oh, Har- uh, Haraway. Yeah. Haraway, yeah. Haraway forms this like bond with the goofy kind of like audience proxy, mm. and she uh, is quickly kind of established that she is incredibly depressed. Yeah. Um, and that kind of like forms part of the final uh, of her final moments where she basically is tricked by her by a ghost into going into the forbidden room because she sees herself in there so it kind of like closes the circuit and Mm. she is kind of like trapped in there which I thought was so clever and was so sad and haunting um yeah there was the, the word I would use about this movie is haunting yeah there's... It's very the the tone is very very somber. It doesn't sound like a fucking rip roaring good time when you describe it. But if you're into that, those kind of movies, those like slightly slower paced, um, slow burn horror movies, yeah. then I think you'll like it. Well, I think like that bit, like you were saying, that I actually wrote down that that was like one of my favourite parts. Was um, you know she it sort of opens. It's like she's already talked about like what happens after you die and obviously it's been something that she's been thinking about for a really long time worrying that like mm. once she's gone then that's it you know there's nothing else beyond well she could no one she, will remember her she kind of justifies her um dreaming of suicide mm. or dreaming of death by saying at least i won't be alone anymore mm. so when is when she finally goes into this forbidden room and sees that there's somewhere something that sees that she is in there herself mm. she's kind of like at peace yeah. Which once again also reminds me of uh Lynch with like the whole Laura Palmer mm. in the in the red room kind of uh kind of vibe. Uh which really wouldn't surprise me. Really wouldn't surprise me if there was uh, if Kurosawa put this as like Lynch as like a main influence of his. Yeah. Um yeah. She but says... like yeah, she she goes she goes in there and then this kind of like serenity washes over her and then it's only when you cut back to her buddy mm. and then you realize holy shit this is <laughs> this is yeah, not this is not what we wanted this is not the ideal outcome no but like she was it was like the creepiest bit but then like you said you know you got this you you got that sense of relief because you were like mm. feeling it with her but like she's doing stuff on the computer and then she turns around and she's walking towards the door and the way they filmed it was really clever she's like walking towards the camera if i remember rightly yeah. but behind her you can see the back of her head on the screen and it's like she's being watched from all over and it's just it was gonna throw his name out again doppelgangers lynch Mm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, then, all, it's all there, baby. But yeah, then he, uh, then um, yeah, he comes back in. Like uh, Kawashima, I think, comes to find her, and she is. It's the same as the Forbidden Room, which was from earlier on in the film, where it's just got help, just written like millions mm. of times all over the wall, and it's a, a theme that's running through it as well. There's another part where one of the other characters. Um, is waiting to hear from from a friend and just picks up the phone and just hears help but like in a real detached yeah not very human not very emotional kind of way just says it a couple of times and that's enough for her to hang up the phone put her shoes on and then go over to like a dead guy's apartment (laughs) go and uh, go and check it out and we're you know like we're used to it in horror where we're just like that's a really stupid idea Hmm. but she goes ahead and does it but like you were saying earlier like the the red tape is just such a crazy simple but proper like gut punch the you know the term that you that you love to use because it is like it it gives you those shivers like it's i'm trying to think of like other well the um, thing that the thing that i thought was um like invasion of the body snatchers mm. when you see like the the petals or the flowers or mm. the like that kind of sheen that they get over them as well like when you see something like that you don't need to have someone explaining to you you just have it you know, I think there was one yeah, point like where it was like clues. in the background or it was a panning shot or something like that. But you saw this door that was taped up and it was like in a construction area. So anyone who didn't know what oh, was going that... on, they would just walk past it and think it yeah. was normal. And then but that woman... we know and they know, you know, and we're in it. And that's yeah. why. That's and then the main female character whose name I've forgotten, see, keeps seeing people like committing suicide around yeah. her as well. Oh my God. Like that, that the woman fucking takes a takes a dive off the top deck of the of, yeah yeah of like the that gangway I was, was like, dark yeah but the way that they did that like i mean it, it obviously it's obvious when you explain it but it was basically um uh stunt woman jumping bungee jumping off Wee. of the tower and <laughs> then nah. and then a um and then a mannequin being dropped or like a, like yeah. a body in in, her, in the same clothing being dropped from the same thing and then they basically just edited it together. Yeah. But it is just intense because you know exactly what's going to happen because I think they're walking down the street, she's walking down the street and it's a real, like, not a wide shot but quite a tall, would you call it tall shot? Wide shot? Wide shot? shot? High yeah. shot? Like, you can see the top of the building. Yeah. And... You know us. We don't really speak throughout the whole thing, but I think I nudged you or maybe said something (laughs) because you just see this lone figure standing at the top of the tower and you know exactly what's going to happen, but you're just hoping that it doesn't because you know it's going to be awful. Mm. But it's it's a few seconds. Um, You don't know this person. You have no emotional connection to them, but you know exactly what it is and why they've uh, like been driven to it. And then and then. Um, she just turns into like a you know a patch of oil yeah. black mold on the floor and it's yeah i hadn't quite made up my mind about what that meant like mm. why they when they all die they become this mold patch that appears and disappears or they just float away into nothing like yeah. like at the end of avengers or something you know <laughs> just like mm. but yeah um what do you think about the there's like the boss level bit i think i wrote i literally wrote down boss level when you have that like final ghost creature 
when he goes into the forbidden room like in the, he, in the factory yeah he goes in there and like we've already seen that like the door had like red tape across it and um something rolls into the room i think the cap from yeah, the yeah. petrol can yeah, whatever yeah, it, it is goes rolling into the room and we're just going like in our heads just like don't go in there don't go in there don't go in there oh god he's going in there isn't he and he's just he just wanders mm. in and then there's just this ghost glowy yeah. yeah final explanation of what's going on kind of thing and it was like oh okay <laughs> yeah it was uh, I, i'm having i'm having trouble kind of like picturing it which mm. for me means it was not one of the most striking images in the movie yeah um but the end like i said the ending had such a weird tone or well, no i wouldn't say it was kind of mismatched with the mm. rest of the movie but um the tone was definitely a, a shift um and then you get this kind of like uh you know we start the beginning is actually the end and we yeah. see um the character laying in bed on this uh, kind of like passenger ship and i guess they're trying to see if any other countries have been affected by what's going on mm. And then you kind of get the classic horror movie. Does she kill herself? Does she? Is she getting haunted? Is she even the same character anymore? And you get that kind of like cliffhanger that we that to leave us on. But then Kawashima turns into a black mold person right there yeah, yeah. as well. So like she is truly on her own. Yeah. But I think the only there are only a couple of bits in here that I was a bit like. I didn't know whether like it was intentional or not, but like there 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 are two two main instances of suicide of the of friends of the main characters or people that are um, important to the main characters, and we see it happen. Um, and one is um, right at the beginning so it's uh, Taguchi who was the guy who'd been sort of working on his computer disc at home and they hadn't seen him for a few days and then they went to his house and like had a chat with him and he seemed okay but a bit distant or whatever and then they were like oh okay he's fine and he just like you know just matter-of-factly makes himself a noose and hangs himself um, and then there's um, Haraway who shoots herself and after each one they kind of go like i think at one point someone asks like the guy who uh the or the person who found uh taguchi they're just like oh why are you so gloomy and i'm like you just found someone dead yeah just found a friend dead um and then when haraway like shoots herself they go very quickly from you know get to the hospital don't die don't die don't die oh she's dead and then they kind of go, oh, well, and just carry on. And I'm a bit like, was that intentional? Were they like, you know, that's kind of the point of the of the thing, you know, where we're just like, death is just part of life and it happens and you just have to move on. And in the movie, they just move on real, mm. really quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think also something to do with those kind of like hard to make connections with the internet, maybe. Mm. Um yeah yeah no i think you could be right i think you're right the other the other bit was um if they become the black mold or they become the you know disintegrate type thing or whatever are they then trapped in the computer and the only way that they can get away from it and get away from like and completely detach themselves from that is killing themselves killing themselves first uh, no, from what I remember, isn't it that that, that the, <coughs> the ghost then takes their place on the on Earth? 
I don't really. I don't think it's. Is it really established? Like I think, and then I think that, that was just my thoughts. On yeah, it. and then sure. I think that then they would go into the internet ghost world. Yeah, I think that's and why. And then they that's become I, like one of the people on the screen. Yeah, exactly. Those fucking pictures on the screens are so good just as well. Walking back and forth. There's yeah, one walking and then back and like, forth. There's one just staring. And then there's like um, Taguchi, just like he reappears in the monitor like yeah. a bunch of times. Um, yeah, they're they're all creepy as hell. I mean, they make really good screensavers. Reminded me of like <laughs> The Ring. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. also, what other movie was I thinking of? Oh, I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember. But you know what I mean? Especially, uh, definitely The Ring. I feel like there's definitely some Ring. In, was, was, the, the, was The Ring 98? Ringu? Mm. Ringu was 98, right? Let me have a look. Um, but anyway, lots of sure lots of great images that. on it. Like I said, yeah. lots of very striking images. I was waiting for the runner. There's the guy who's like just walking back and forth and kind of glitching slightly. I was waiting for him to like turn and run at the screen. Didn't, but yeah. still terrifying. Um, and then other parts in like Haraway's um, uh, house, she's like covered her mirrors, yeah. which in a lot of cultures, I don't know if it's in Japanese culture at all, but it's usually is something that you do after someone has died. Because it's about like um, you know potentially letting the spirits through or the spirit being captured in the mirror and you know mm. there's there's a whole side of it like that so or it could literally be the case of you know she's so depressed she just doesn't even want to look at herself yeah so it could be either of it like any of those things it's how you feel about it I think covering mirrors just makes you think of that fucking terrible hoarding of Bly Manor oh yeah that wasn't good sorry talk- for anyone who. who- <laughs> who enjoyed that but yeah we were not into it we kind of it gave sucked. up considering it, like next to next to Haunting of Hill House which we both really really enjoyed and would recommend oh yeah Haunting definitely Hill House was not so A grade this was uh, yeah. total, um, total horseshit there was there was the other bit in this which is the train it made me think very much of like Spirited Away and, and, yeah, and yeah, like definitely. it was like that. a thought of passing over yeah. into the other world by travelling on the train and I wondered whether like ghosts were going to appear in the train car well I kind of thought that she because that's where when her, um, uh, what's her name again? Haraway right. when she has when, her when moment yeah. I thought she that was her gone like yeah. I didn't think we'd see her again but then I was surprised we did and then we got to that cool kind of uh, closing the circuit moment with her later on but um yeah, I feel like we're kind of wrapping up. Like I'm starting to run out of my of things to say. <laughs> well, um, next time we won't leave it for uh, yeah. For four ever months is not a good gap to leave between a review and, yeah. and watching a movie. So we appreciate your patience, <laughs> and next time we will be a little bit more prepared. Maybe we just, to be fair, it's an excellent film. Couldn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't watch it as soon as we did. You know, like from watching it a couple of months ago because it is pretty bleak. Um, I mean, when we post this up, we'll probably put uh, a bit of a content warning because obviously there is quite a bit of discussion of suicide and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we want to make sure that all of you guys are okay. We know that we're in a real stressful time right now. So if you're not doing okay right now, then make sure that you reach out to someone. Um, you can always drop us a message if you like. I'm not sure how much help we would be, but we're always here to listen. Yeah, definitely. We're always, <laughs> we're all, we're always up for a chat. Yeah. You know us. So, um, but yeah, I think I'd, I'd give it a two, two thumbs up out of three. Yeah, three thumbs. It's for another, another pod. <laughs> it's the scariest thing we've talked about on this pod so far. Old so, Ollie, yeah. three thumbs. Um, but yeah, but, but, but yeah, definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, did it ship me up? Mm, 
Yeah, in parts. Mm-hmm. Like, images. Im- there were definitely scary images in it. Yep. Um, which, I've you know, like I said... I just f- remember the dancing ghost in the arcade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's like there are loads of images in it which have stayed with me all these months. <laughs> I may not remember character names or precisely what happened, but... Uh, it stuck with me. So that general I'm, I'm, feeling is there. Yeah, definitely. So, you know. um, so yeah, we'd recommend. I mean, this is the first um, Japanese film that we've had on the list so far. Oh, we've whoa, got is it really? Few, yeah, and we've got a few more um, coming up, obviously. Probably more of the names that you'll recognise. But if you haven't seen this one, we would recommend checking it out. We'll stick the um, the trailer up on the website so you can go to tinyurl.com slash Behind the Sofa Podcast or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Behind the Sofa Podcast. Uh, let us know what you think if you've seen it if you liked it if you didn't like it if you liked our review don't tell us if you didn't like our review because you know it's been four months yeah. it's been four weird <laughs> I'm months I'm just too fragile it's just been four weird months but we promise that we'll um, make sure to keep it a bit more uh, regular this time um, and uh, appreciate your patience while you've been waiting for us to sort our shit out so yeah. <laughs> Kirsty yes what's next week next week is a 1981 okay i'm picturing it 81 1981 before yeah. you were born yeah um before i was born 20 years before i was born that's not true it's not um it's a lucio fulci film oh is it um okay go on carry on uh do you want the description yeah go on okay a young woman inherits an old hotel only to find it sits atop a gateway to hell and all manner of creatures lurk in the darkness. Is it From Beyond? It's the Beyond. Oh, for the fuck's sake, I always get... It's not From, from Beyond. Be- from Beyond's the other... is the Stuart Gordon one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Beyond. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I've not so seen it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I do like it a bit of Lucio Fulci. Yeah, so this is part of the Gates of Hell trilogy. So yeah, I feel like I've seen City of, City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, and The House by the Cemetery. I've seen House by the Cemetery. I've not seen any of these, so I'm quite excited. House by the Cemetery, I remember not loving. Okay. Not but, loving. Okay, but we're super excited about it. We will be posting up and talking about it. So if you've seen it, or if you're interested in seeing it, come and find us uh, at Behind the Sofa Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and keep an eye out for. The trailer and you know there's going to be some excellent poster art for this one so we'll be sharing our favorites on i already know there's a fucking great uh is it ken taylor someone's done a great um the beyond poster okay. where it's like the dog it's like a woman and a dog on a bridge if okay. i remember rightly right. it's great we'll but, uh, but there you go um cool right yeah, thank so you very much for coming back and and listening in uh we appreciate it we always appreciate when people uh Take an interest in what we've got to say and what we've got, to, what we're what we're up to. Even if you don't agree, you know this is a democracy and all that, as we've learned over the past couple of days. <laughs> apparently, or oh, most of us think that there's uh, a yeah. certain man at the moment who's not believing in democracy whatsoever. So never go. mind. Never mind. But yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Um, we will be back really, really soon. Um, to do the beyond. Um, <laughs> don't promise. Don't promise anything. <laughs> no, we're definitely going to be. We'll, we'll this be is back. getting ridiculous yeah. now. Okay, so thanks a lot for listening. And from behind the sofa. Good night. <laughs>